Hi, I'm Haley. I've been a nutritionist for over 10 years and I saw firsthand how the diet industry works, but mostly doesn't work to help you lose weight. Then I found myself 20 pounds overweight and realized the weight loss struggle has nothing to do with what you eat, but why you eat. So I went on a mission to explore the brain and its role in weight loss. And now I help my clients lose 30 pounds in 90 days by wiring their brain to weight less. On this show, you are going to learn how to wire your brain to lose weight so that you never have to diet, restrict, deprive, or willpower again. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast, Weight Loss Without Dieting. Today, we're talking about failure. I absolutely love this topic. This is going to be such a fun discussion, and there's so much growth that should come out of this podcast for you. Um, I'm really going to dive in and teach you how I teach my clients to think about failure in weight loss. For some reason, there's this huge stigma when it comes to weight loss that if you fail, it's over for you. Like it's done. You're never going to succeed. You won't ever lose the weight. There's something intrinsically wrong with you. And I really want to challenge that on this podcast. Um, I'm going to share how I teach my clients to think about this, how you can think about it to really utilize failure to your advantage as as an opportunity for you to grow, to learn, to lose weight faster and more efficiently and in a, a much more comfortable way, actually. So interesting. It's the opposite of what we think it needs to look like. So weight loss journeys usually look like, you know, prior to coming to me, um, usually look like we find a diet, we try a diet, we mess up, okay, fail. And then we just decide that like, that's the worst thing that's ever happened. We tend to spiral out into these cycles of guilt, shame, and regret. Um, We decide that the diet isn't for us. It's not going to work for us. And we give up. We stop trying. Now, I do want to say, I I believe for some people, there's a part of them that realize intrinsically this diet was never going to work. It wasn't right. It's, it's not solving the right problem. So it's not 100% that we give up because of the failure all the time. Sometimes it's like, yeah, this just isn't it. This isn't, I know this isn't it. <laughs> like there's something else missing. Um, so that can be part of it, but regardless, we're kind of raised in this environment. And I'm talking about schooling wise, where failure is the worst thing. We don't want to fail, (laughs) failing, failing grades. Like that's what we don't want. The last thing we want to do is fail. We want to be perfect all of the time. And so we develop this huge fear around failure and what that means about us and our ability to succeed. You know, if we go through school failing, all of our classes, 
I'm pretty sure we're going to believe like we're not going to college. We're not very smart. Our teachers are going to be telling us you're not going anywhere in life. You're a failure. Like we, it becomes this thing that means something so much about us. And I just think the complete opposite, like we have to, especially in weight loss, really adopt a totally different attitude when it comes to failure. I'll get into it, but we really need to change how we think about failure, what that means and how we use it to our advantage. So other than this current weight loss climate shows us that if we can't stick to the diet, it's your fault. Even though they didn't provide you the tools to help you understand how to manage your brain, it is your fault if you can't stick to the diet. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, again, there's no real tools provided to you throughout that process. So when you fall on your face, which you are going to do because the diet doesn't is missing a huge chunk of what you actually need in order to succeed, um, they're like, oh, yeah, if you didn't follow it, like, that's just, you know, you're a failure. That was you. You didn't do it right. <laughs> um, there's no one teaching us or talking about how we can learn when we fail. Like, what failure actually means. How do we use failure to growth? It's, it, it's not out there at all especially in weight loss. I mean, it might be out there in other arenas, but it, when it comes to weight loss, nobody is talking about what failure means, how you can utilize it to lose weight quicker, to get to your goal faster, to do it more efficiently. Failure is actually, it's so beautiful. There's so much to be learned and so much that we can utilize within it. We really should be utilizing it. It's a tool for us. <laughs> I'm going to do a whole other podcast on the scale because I talk to my clients about this all the time. The scale is a tool. It's not something that's there to have you freaking out. <laughs> and failure is the same thing. We have to look at it as like a neutral thing that is there for us to be able to learn from it and move on. It's a tool. It's just another tool in our toolbox, which is so cool. But there's nobody talking about how to utilize it, how to look at it, how to, how to change your perspective on it. And we kind of take on this idea, and I think this, again, kind of comes back to schooling, but that if we fail once, we're always going to fail. Oh, my God. I, I wrote this in my notes. The only way to succeed is if you have someone yelling in your face 24-7 to change. <laughs> I'm thinking of that show. I can't remember the name of it. But, like, they go live in a house and then there's, like, trainers and nutritionists that are just basically, like, yelling at them all the time, like, to, to change. And I feel like we've adopted this idea. Some people come to me and, like, they're not necessarily asking for that, but they be really believe that they have to have somebody with them all the time telling them like you can't eat that just stop eating that put it down 
we, we lose our self-reliance. We have no self-reliance. We aren't able to look at our actions, figure out what happened and decide how to move forward. You guys, that's not someone else's job. That's your job. And if you don't know how to do it, that's what this episode's about. But like, that's not someone, it's not someone else's job to like make sure that you're eating what you're supposed to be eating and that you're not failing. That's not helpful at all. It's not teaching you anything. You're not learning anything. It's your job to figure out when you fail, what happened and how you're going to move forward. Giving up isn't helpful. That's just more failing. It's failing in a different way. (laughs) And what I want to say is that like all of these beliefs we have about failure and what that means about our success. They're just brain patterns. They're learned brain patterns. The brain is neuroplastic. It's elastic. We can change it. If you have the right tools, if you have the right guidance, you can change your brain. You can create new habits that are not driven by willpower and restriction that aren't driven by Emotional eating and cravings. You can lose weight in a way that's sustainable, that allows you to eat the foods that you want to eat and enjoy them and still feel really good in your body and still watch the scale go down. Design a lifestyle that fits for you and the rest of your life. Like all of that is possible. You do have to go through some failure in order to get there. It's a part of it. And I'm just going to call this out. This is, this is always really interesting to me. So a lot of people, they come to me, they've tried a lot of other diets. Like I've, Hey, I've failed at all these other diets. I'll give you the list. And they tell me like, I don't want to do that again. Like I'm done failing completely over it. And sometimes we'll get into talking about working together And this fear that they're going to fail comes up and really bites them in the ass. It takes over. Their their fear of failure means that they end up failing ahead of time. So they're talking to me about something they believe works. They didn't believe it. They wouldn't be talking to me about it. They're talking to me about something they believe works. And... The idea that there's a small percent chance that they could fail at that is so overwhelming for them that they choose to fail by not trying the thing. So we go down a path that's 100% failure guaranteed. Instead of a path that's like 1% failure possibility. And I don't even believe that. I think that anyone who decides they're going to do this and decides to embrace the failure will succeed. But we let this like whole idea that we're so scared of failing again, that we're so worried that we could fail 
come into our like reality that we end up just choosing to like a hundred percent fail. We're like, I'm not going to try anything at all. Cause I'm so scared that if I try something, I will succeed at it. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You guys like, just think about that. I know that that's kind of might sound a little tongue twisty and I'm probably not saying it in like the most clear way, but just think about that for yourself and in your life and where that might be showing up in your life. Because it's, it's out there. It's a hundred percent happening. We are failing ahead of time. We're choosing not to do anything because we're so worried about failing at it that we just don't do anything. And we guarantee that we're going to fail. We guarantee we won't get the result that we want. It's, it's crazy. (laughs) It's really, really interesting. But I kind of want to say this again. Your past failure at weight loss it has nothing to do with your potential to succeed at weight loss. What actually dictates your ability to succeed at losing weight is your willingness to fail, your willingness to learn from that failure, and then keep going. Basically, what I'm saying is your success and weight loss is dictated by your willingness to just not give up at it, to keep going. So we're going to kind of talk about athletes now. (laughs) This is what I teach my clients. But okay, so Michael Jordan, we all know who Michael Jordan is, right? Like, yeah, okay. I don't follow basketball and I know who Michael Jordan is, so I'm sure that you know. But Michael Jordan is such a great example of the, of like not giving up, of having this picture in his mind of what he wanted to achieve and just going after it no matter what. So when he was in high school, he was 5'11", which I guess is very short for a basketball player. He was t- deemed too short to play for his high school team, and his coach stated – told him that he lacked the skills and finesse of air quotes, real basketball player. Basically he was like, you're not good enough and you never will be. That's a huge failure, I would say. And that's something that most of us would allow to like, be like, oh yeah, you're right. Like I, yeah, should probably, probably not try it. That's like, my client came to me and was like, you know, I've lost this weight, but I gained a pound back. And I was like, your ability, you lack the finesse of a real person who could lose weight. Just quit now. <laughs> like I would never, but this idea, like he didn't let that idea that he didn't have the skills and finesse of a real basketball player stop him. He didn't let the fact that he was too short for the team, stop him from practicing and playing and figure it out. That was one failure. And he just kept going. He was like, okay, I'll just keep trying. So I was listening to this podcast and it was, there's this athlete and she was talking about failing. And she said, I'm not failure averse. I'm not averse to failing because I learned that as an athlete, the only way to become good 
at my sport, the only way to become great at my sport is by failing. I have to fail. I have to fail. She said, you're going to fail. You're going to miss the ball. You're going to blow point after point and shot after shot. And that's just part of it. It doesn't mean, she said, it doesn't, my failures, my sucking in a game doesn't mean anything about me. It doesn't mean anything about my athletic ability. It means I'm doing it right. Can you imagine if you took that attitude and applied it to your weight loss, where you would go, how far, how quickly you would figure this out? If you were just like, fail, great. What did I learn? Moving on, like keep going. That's really the key to it, you guys. Like that is the key is failing, taking on this attitude that like, I'm going to fail. I'm going to go in full force face first and I'm going to fail and I'm going to learn from it. And I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to do it again. She said she coaches this athlete, coaches athletes. Um, and the ones that are most worried about failing that have the biggest fear of failure are the ones that either get injured or they just quit. So they, they're so worried about getting injured, about failing during a game that they try to prevent it. And when they fall, they actually get more injured. (laughs) Like if you think about falling and trying to like prevent the fall as you're falling. So like you're sticking out of your limbs, you're like, you're more likely to end up with a broken limb than if you realize as you're falling that you're going down and you kind of like ball up your body and you just roll. Isn't that crazy? Like even in something physical like that, your fear of failure can play a role. So they either get injured or their fear, their fear of failure, their like, I failed at this game. I sucked at this game during this game and it was so bad that I'm just going to quit. Again, we fail ahead of time. Like we're so worried about the failing that we just go ahead and fail. We guarantee the failure. Whereas if you keep playing, you suck at the game, you fail, but you keep going, you have a higher percent chance, like I think probably 100%, 99% higher chance of succeeding than if you just say, I quit. If you quit, you 100% guarantee that you're going to fail. If you don't try the thing, you 100% guarantee that you're not going to succeed at it. It's so interesting. Fear of failure is the best way to guarantee that you fail. Fearing that you're not going to lose weight is a incredible way to guarantee that you're not going to lose weight. I've coached clients on this before. They'll start working through the program. And then this idea will come up like that. I could fail at this. I could fail miserably. I could not be able to do it. Or they'll see the scale. Like it doesn't go down consistently for a couple of days. And they're like, Oh my God, I've, failed. This isn't working. And they come to me and they're like, I just, it's over for me. 
Like, I can't do it. I failed too much. And I just, I think I need to give up. I'm like, yeah, let's go ahead and guarantee your failure by giving up right now. (laughs) No, let's figure out what happened. Why isn't the scale going down? Why aren't you doing the work that you need to do each day in order to succeed at this? What is, what is the thought process behind that? Let's take a look at that. And then let's figure out how to move forward. I love when people come to me and they're like, I've been failing and it's awful. Like, okay, here's, here's what you need to do. Not a big deal. I'm not freaked out by your failure. Guess what? I was expecting it. (laughs) Not surprised. Not in a mean way, not meaning anything about you and your ability to lose weight, but in the way that this is what the brain does. This is how it works. So this is what I teach my clients. And this is how I encourage you to think about all this as you go through your weight loss journey. Take on the mentality that you are an athlete learning a new sport. Truly learning to lose weight in the way that I teach it in my program, you are changing your brain. I'm not giving you a list of foods and saying, follow this list of foods. That does not change your brain. I am giving you a system and a process that's going, that's designed to change your brain. So that is a lot like actually learning a new sport. Your brain is learning something new. It's taking on new ideas, new thought patterns. It's laying down new neural pathways. It's going back to old neural pathways and you have to redirect it back to the new ones. We're learning a new sport. So take on this mentality. You're an athlete. You're learning a new sport. If you're going to change your brain permanently, if you're going to do something different than what you've been doing for the last however many years, prepare to fail. (laughs) Prepare to fail and then practice the new thing, and then fail, and then practice the new thing. This is how the brain changes. There's actually, I'm listening to this really good book right now. Um, I can't remember what it's called. And there's this, there's this process of the brain that she talks about where if you're, if you are, if you do play a sport, if you are an athlete, you will completely 100% relate it to this. Because I did when she explained this. She was like, You'll have a week where you're, you implement the new thing and you play so good. Like you're amazing. And then the following week you suck. And not even from a place of like your thought process is there. So if we're thinking about like just playing tennis, um, you know, you're just like whiffing the ball or like miss hitting the ball. And you're like, why? It's not, I'm not even talking about like weight loss where, you know, there's some thought processes behind it. I'm, I'm talking about like just the brain is like not catching on. And this can happen in weight loss too, where it's just like, you feel like your brain's not catching on. Like I did it so successfully up until now. And then now my brain is just like pined. Like, I don't know what happened. That's an actual like chemical process. It's this process of your brain going through change where it will heighten these chemicals and allow you to lay down these new neural pathways, but then they kind of drop off. And then your brain just kind of like, you just kind of suck at it for a little bit of time. 
It's just actually this like physical chemical process that takes place in your brain. That is the process of your brain changing. And we just have to say like, sometimes like I'm just failing. <sighs> That's okay. I'm going to keep going. I'm not going to let that mean anything. I'm not going to let it freak me out to the point where I just give up. And I hundred percent guarantee my failure. And then I also teach my clients to expect failure. So a lot of times this comes up when it comes to cravings and emotional eating. We say, um, because, you know, we, this is our tendency. We wake up in the morning and we're like, today's going to be perfect. This is kind of this natural process of our brain wants to expect that the day is going to be perfect. Today's going to be perfect. It's going to be great. I'm going to eat perfect and everything's going to be great. <laughs> And so I'll be coaching my clients and they'll be like, yeah. And, and then, and it wasn't perfect. And like, I ate, I had an emotional eating event. I had a craving. I ate the thing and like, I completely failed. Like, yeah, you have to expect that today's not going to be perfect. Tell me all of the times today or this week when your brain is going to be triggered and start telling you to eat even though you didn't plan it tell me all those times and now you think about that be prepared for it know that tonight when it's netflix and chill time and in the past you've always had a bowl of ice cream or a carton of ice cream on the couch at netflix and chill time that expect that your brain is still going to tell you it's time to have the ice cream and that you're still going to want to have the ice cream. Nothing's changed. Like we have to expect that. And so when we expect it, all of a sudden we can handle it. All of a sudden it's like, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. Oh, here it is. Oh, I've been expecting you. And I literally tell my clients to, when they hear these thought processes come up to say, I've been expecting you. Cause then there's no freak out. There's no panic. It's like, oh, I knew this was going to happen. Look at me. I'm so prepared. So we have to do apply that to failure. Expect that you're going to fail. Expect that it's not going to go as you planned and how you wanted it to go. And keep going. Expect it. Embrace it. The failure is an opportunity. It is such a huge opportunity for you to figure out what's going on. So the third thing I want you to do is not to hide from the failure, but to evaluate it. This is what I teach my clients to do. We, we evaluate our failure and our success. We evaluate all the time. So when we fail, instead of closing that door and pretending it didn't happen, which is what we want to do, we're going to look at it. What worked? What didn't work? What do I want to do differently? That's where the opportunity is. That's where the learning is. That's how we fail less is when we look at it. So what we do when we, when we evaluate that failure, when we say what worked, what didn't work, what do I want to do differently? We figure out why the failure occurred. What was it that happened that caused it? And now, okay, that's the thing I want to be aware of. And I want to know when it come, when it's going to come up again so that I don't repeat it. 
What do I want to do differently? That's where I want to consciously direct my brain. I'm going to consciously put my focus on that thing and continue to do that. That's where failure allows us to lose weight faster, lose weight more efficiently, lose weight in a more comfortable way. Because instead of being so in fear of the failure and so panicked when we do fail, that there might be something wrong with us, we look at it, we say, okay, that's the thing. I know why that happened. That's the thing I, I don't want to happen again. I'm going to try to do what I can to ensure that doesn't happen again. And here's what I do want to happen again. And that's where I am going to focus my attention. And that's what athletes do. If you missed a ball, you're not running off the court screaming and crying. Maybe you are. <laughs> but you're probably like, what, what happened that I missed the ball? Why did I miss the ball? What did I do? And what do I want to do? I want to do this. Okay, that's what I'm going to practice. I'm going to practice doing that. And so when you do apply that to weight loss, you start practicing the things that are working more and more and more, and you start directing your brain towards that, and you lay down those neural pathways so much faster, and you teach your brain, this is what we want to have awareness around and what we don't want to repeat. So when it does start to come up, you say, hold on, this is what I don't want to do. All of a sudden, you have so much control and so much power. It's insane. That's what failure does for you, though, is it gives you all of that. Okay? So this is how you can use failure to your advantage. This is how you can do it wrong and keep going and lose the weight and be done with the struggle faster and more efficiently and be better than ever. You're an athlete, okay? You're learning a new sport now. All right, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next week. If you love what you heard on the show, if you're done with dieting, restriction, deprivation, and willpower, and you want to make a permanent change to your weight and your life, join the waitlist to work with me. You can do that at bit.ly backslash call waitlist. That's bit.ly backslash call waitlist.